0: What's up everybody? I'm your host Nick Lightfoot and welcome to the third episode of No BS Finance. Today we are going to be talking about a highly requested, controversial, buzzword finance topic of budgets. So before we get into all things budgets, I have to disclose some things that this podcast is solely for informational purposes and is not meant as investment advice. As always, my email's in the show notes if you wanna ask any questions or have any real life scenarios that you want me to cover on the podcast. If you're interested in a one-on-one personal finance consult, shoot me an email and we can help out in any way. Other than that, let's kick off this episode on budgets. So, as I just mentioned, we are gonna be covering all things budgets today. We're gonna to talk about what a budget actually is, my opinion on budgets, and if you're gonna build one, Uh, my approach to building an effective one. So, starting this out, what is a budget? Budgets are essentially an estimate of income and expenditures for a set period of time. Usually, people will do budgets monthly, and companies will do monthly and also annual budgets. Um, I'm going to cover budgeting for individuals, but it's generally the same principles for companies. So budgets use historical information to determine an estimate for the future expenditure or income, stuff like that. For example, if over the last eight months my average credit card bill has been $1,000 a month, then if I was budgeting for the next month, I would probably put my credit card expense at $1,000. Just makes sense. So generally people will use receipts, credit card statements, bank statements, pay stubs to determine average income and expenditures for previous months. But why do people actually make budgets? When I ask people, generally it's to see if they can afford to do something, whether that's a trip or something like that. They want to see if they're saving enough money or they want to see if they can just cut back somewhere so they can spend their money elsewhere. Whether the budgets actually work are kind of an entirely different story and something that we are gonna cover a bit later. Now that we've determined what a budget is, I want to share my opinion on them. Um, to start, I think the budgets are a really overused buzzword in finance. I think a lot of people use them kind of to scare people or to sell them something. And I don't think they should be that. Honestly, I think of budgets almost like working out. So hang with me here for this analogy. So when a lot of people start with budgets, it's usually because they get really motivated to do something. They listen to a podcast, they listen to a video or something that really gets them motivated to do a budget. And whether this podcast was like, oh, if you budget and you save this much money, you're going to be a millionaire by the time you're 50. Maybe that's the case. And that's also like working out. You watch like a few motivational videos and you're like, oh, like I'm going to kill it. I'm going to get back into the gym. I'm going to go seven days a week. I'm going to go super hard. I'm going to eat super clean, all this stuff, which is great. But you also go into it setting some crazy ambitious goal, I find, especially with budgets. Like if you're like, oh, I'm super motivated. I'm going to make this budget. I'm going to track all my receipts for the next month um, and I'm going to save all this money. Like maybe you will. But if you're going from never giving a fuck about your finances to being like, I'm going to track everything and I'm going to stick to it to a T, you're going to fail. Like it's the same with working out. Like if you work out once a week and you're like, oh, now I'm going to work out seven days a week and I'm only going to eat spinach for the next however long, you're going to fail. Like you're going to get three days in and you're going to be fucked. Now, I feel like that was a really morbid way of putting it, but So I'm not saying you shouldn't make one, but I'm saying that people tend to get motivated early and then they fall off a cliff because they make it too confusing and it's too much all at once. Now, for me personally, I make a budget maybe once a year and it is super basic. I'm going to cover how I make my annual slash whenever I feel like it budget later on, but I'm not the type of person to count receipts and add up my expenses into different buckets like meals and entertainment and travel and all that kind of stuff. But I do have a general expense number that I know I should stay within based on my income. It's kind of like, I I can relate it back to the currency example I gave in episode one, where you have a general FX rate in your head when you travel. Like that, I have a general expense number I'm trying to stay below each month. If I'm not, then I think back to the previous month and any, one bi- any big one-time purchases and such that made me go over. So, so I try and stay within that number, but I also look for anomalies. So if I, I feel like I'm using this example quite a bit, but if I punctured all four tires and I needed an all new set, like that's a big one-time purchase of like $1,000. So with that all being said, I do think budgets have value but I don't think they have value if you overcomplicate them or if you go zero to a hundred with them. So my key takeaways just here is to take it slow. Don't make the most overcomplicated budget ever because you won't stick to it. Um, that goes hand in hand with, I know I know people get super motivated. I know people listen to a podcast or they read a book or something. And it's like, if you save this money, you're going to be a millionaire. And I know everybody wants to be a millionaire but you gotta take it slow. If you go super hard with it, you're probably not gonna be a millionaire. The next one is, try to keep an expense number in your head. Um, I'll help you do this kind of in the next section when I talk about it, but it's good to have that number in your head just so you're aware. And the last takeaway is, don't feel like you have to make a budget. Just because people talk about them doesn't mean you have to make one. If you're happy living your life right now, then fuck a budget. And don't make your life more complicated than it needs to be. So as I mentioned above, I'm going to share the way that I do budgets. And you can choose to do it. You can choose to not do it. You can choose to take bits and pieces. Doesn't really matter, guys. I'm just going to share the way I do it and maybe you get some value from it. Um, This is going to be a little bit of a technical section. It's going to take a little bit. um, But hang with me. If you need to rewind, rewatch, and kind of lay it out as I'm laying it out, go for it. So, I find that my budget strategy requires the least amount of time to set up, it's pretty easy to track, and it's also pretty flexible to changes. So first off, I always do my budgets based on monthly amounts. So I start with income slash revenue as kind of the first heading. Then I include various income sources and how much I make off them each month. This can include things like business income, your salary from your job, investment income, really anything that brings you money. Um, when you do this, I like to split up each income source. For example, if you have more than one job, split the income by job. Don't just lump them all into one big salary. Also, the other thing is I wouldn't really include one-time gifts or items like that in the budget. It kind of, I don't know, kind of makes it a little bit harder to track and you have to build out the thing a lot. Just, I would just account for that as being like, Good, I got a gift, that's extra savings kind of thing. Next, I have a line item called fixed expenses. Fixed expenses are expenditures that stay constant every month. This includes items like rent, car insurance, um, any deposits you might automatically make into a savings account, uh, monthly membership renewals like Netflix, uh, Amazon, stuff like that. Anything that doesn't change month over month is included in here. So stuff like groceries, meals, entertainment, things do not go here. After that, I have a heading that says variable expenses. And this is where my budget changes from a lot of people in that I don't break things up into buckets. Instead, I have two lines that say credit card one and credit card two. I do this because I only have two credit cards. If you have more, then use that. Now, instead of, in each of these categories, I put an estimate based on my previous credit card bill of how much they will be. So, as we were talking before, like, if I have credit card statements from the last, like, eight months, I can look at those eight months, average them out, and put them in there. And that's generally what I do. Then, what I do is I take the total income from the top, I subtract the fixed expense total and then I subtract the variable expense total. This will then spit out a net income, which can go one of three ways. You can end with a positive number, a negative number, or in obscenely rare cases, a zero. If you end with a zero, then fuck yeah, you're pretty much killing it. Like it's it's pretty good, but if we'll we'll touch on a bit more later. If you end with a positive, then you have excess cash that you can either allocate to saving more money, either putting into a TFSA, saving for travel, or you can bump up your credit card amounts and kind of give you more leeway there so you can spend more on what you want. Now, if you end with a negative number, this isn't a a terribly bad thing, it's not the end of the world, it just shows that either you're spending too much on fixed expenses, or you're spending too much on your credit cards. Now, whether my number is negative or positive, I like to alter my credit card numbers until I reach a zero net income so that I can see what I can afford to have on my credit cards before I start losing money. Now, hopefully you're following along and hopefully that makes sense, but if it doesn't, here's a very quick example of, of the budget. So, let's say I make $4,000 a month in income and that's Let's just say that's all from salary. So I have salary, $4,000. I have fixed expenses totaling $2,400 a month. Let's say that's made up of some rent, um, Netflix subscription, Disney Plus, car insurance, that kind of stuff. Then my first credit card over the last eight months usually has a balance of $1,200. Now my second credit card usually has a balance of $800. So, if I take the 4000, I subtract the 2400, I subtract the 1200, I subtract the 800, in all, I have a negative $400 balance. So, I see this negative 400 and I'm like, shit, like I'm losing money based on all this stuff. The first the very first thing I would do is I would move my credit card balances down to see what I can afford to pay on the credit card given my fixed expenses, given my income. Because I find fixed expenses and income are a lot harder to cut down. Um, like you're not just gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna reduce my rent. Like it's it's pretty hard. Like obviously there's some stuff where you're like, oh, maybe I could get rid of my Netflix subscription. That helps. But generally, variable is easier to move. So, like I said, I would move my credit card balance down to see what I can afford to pay. So originally, my first credit card had a balance of one thousand two hundred. I moved this down to 1,000. The other one had a balance of 800, I moved this down to 600. So $200 from each card I took away. Now I have a net income of zero and I can see what I can afford to spend on my credit cards based on what my income and fixed expenses are. Now if you look at your fixed expenses and you're like, oh, I could definitely take that out, then your credit cards can bump back up. If you're like, I'm gonna get a raise at my job, then fuck yeah, that's that's a big one and you can obviously increase stuff and adjust stuff from there. Now, I really like this method because it's so easy and it gives you a full view of what's going on. I don't change the fixed expenses usually. Um, As I mentioned, they're hard to change. You're not going to change rent, car insurance. How the fuck are you going to change your car insurance? Um, The other great thing is that I don't need to update this budget until... Really a large fixed expense change or my income changes. And that's really the only time I update it. Like I I recently moved and my rent changed and then I redid my budget because that's a big expense. Like a monthly rent is fucking expensive. So that's that made me have to change this my budget. And Based on that, whether it goes up, whether it goes down, then you have to adjust your credit card expenses. So my rent went up, so I had to look at my credit cards and be like, okay, my income hasn't changed, my fixed expenses went up, so now my credit card has to go down. And it's really as easy as that, and it can be manipulated and played with super easily with minimal effort. Now, as I mentioned before, take it or leave it, guys. Like uh this really works for me I find it super easy but if you're listening to this and you're like fuck like this this isn't detailed enough like all this stuff then fuck it yeah you like you don't have to use it if you're hearing this and you're like oh this really works but I would change this and this then go for it change it like I want you guys to get something out of this I don't want you to follow it to a T if you don't like doing it like you need to adjust it so it works for you now we have covered a fuckload in this episode So I'm going to give you a recap of kind of the key points I've talked about and hopefully it kind of summarizes a bit more. But as I mentioned, if you need to go back through some of the sections and kind of jot it down on kind of a line by line basis, then go for it. So first thing is don't feel pressured to make a budget. I know finance loves to scare people into thinking that you need to make a budget in order to change your life and save all this money, but you don't. If your life is good and your brain counts are solid, then don't make a fucking budget. With that being said, baby steps with your budget. Just like working out or changing your diet, it's it's small steps. It's not super large steps that you won't be able to follow, just small steps. That kind of goes into the next one of don't overcomplicate things. Don't make a budget that you're not gonna be able to that you're not gonna be able to be able to follow because it's too detailed. It's too oh, I need to keep track of my meals, entertainment, travel, my gas, all that stuff. Just keep it simple unless you really enjoy overcomplicating things. Um, the next one is keep an expense number in your head, um, just like the currency example. Keep that in mind, especially with the budget. That I laid out like if you have that credit card example in your head and you're like, okay, I need to hit that It it really helps and I didn't think it would help me originally, but it it really helps me stay on track month over month and the final one is Give my budget template a try and see if you like it feel free to refine it and edit to fit your needs So those are the key takeaways guys that is the podcast on budgets I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you learned something new, and I hope you can apply it. But if you still have questions, if you have real-life scenarios that you're like, I really need your help and I want you to cover it, shoot me an email. Shoot me a message on Instagram, anything like that. Um, If you want something more personalized and custom-suited to you, shoot me an email, and we can set something up. Other than that, guys, thanks again, everyone, and I hope you have a great day, and we'll see you next week.